0: I got to, oh. oh. <laughs> wow. Good evening everybody and welcome to Chad Fish Weekly. I am the Chad. We've got <laughs> Mr. Lyle Stokes over here. He's he's already lost it. We're about thirteen <laughs> seconds into the stream and then when we got my buddy <laughs> Josh Dunnigan from the weekend angler. What's up going on, fellas? Not much, okay. buddy.
1: How
0: you doing? Trying to cool down. Beautiful, wonderful day on the water, celebrating Labor Day. Not laboring, just doing sufficient So
1: that's awesome. It. Um, this is the last hurrah for uh, a lot of people. Um, this is the last weekend they had a chance to get out with their family before school starts and do all the stuff. And I'm not sure how that affects you guys. You both have been children still in school. It really never did uh, affect Cindy and I. We would, you know take off and go kind of at will because uh, being self-employed for most of, most of our lives that uh, you kind of had to go when you had the opportunity and uh, uh, <laughs> the kids would go with us, but our kids went to a smaller schools and, and uh, most of the time. And I'd just say, Hey, it's deer season and the kids are going to go deer hunting or we're going to bake. And, and they went along with that. Where Now I think that's probably a thing of the past, but, uh, for families this is this is the big weekend to get everybody prepared before uh before fall definitely the uh, I have an announcement that was sent to me uh by Mike greenwell and um it's for the indiana ohio tournament that they had over the weekend and he sent me some results um For some reason, they're really small, and I'm having a hard time reading them, but I'm going to give it a shot for the top five with Steve Kep, Jessica Raber, and Jalen Raber, uh, 130.6 pounds. My buddy Chuck Breedlove and James Holcomb, uh, 128 pounds. Third place was John Land, Dan Fields, and Nathan Legley with 73.2 pounds. Fourth place, Andy Williams. And Ryan Eubanks, um, 67.8 pounds. In fifth place, is Mike Greenwell and John Easton, uh, with 65.8 pounds. Uh, they had it looks like 37 teams with a total of 733.8 pounds of fish caught, uh, which that's a pretty good number, I think. Um, like I say, the um, the uh, print is pretty small, so I'm not gonna go down the list any further, but looks like they had a great turnout and somebody had a lot of fun catching all those fish. You guys have got anything going on? <laughs> oh, I got a message from your brother.
0: I, I just got yeah, I, I guess got, got, got a nice mes- message as well.
2: Yeah, I got a message from, from Dockery.
0: Yeah. I guess I'll say congratulations to the team Indiana for Winning that little bash that they had down there, but I think they keep a lot of the Kentucky anglers out. That's the only reason they won it. So, I think
1: they do that on purpose, there.
0: Probably do it on purpose, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's say hello to uh, our, our people here in chat. There, live. We got member, Mr. <laughs> Avid Fisherman. We got Jason Lamb, 351 Cleveland. Miss Chrissy Brown, also a member. We got NJ. Uh, Oh, got to Azul TV. What's going on, Troy from Real and Virtual Outdoors, Mister Bump and Mike Greenwell. Speaking of, uh, let's see, Mister Mike Irvin, Matt Calder, Mister Creole Catfishing, Supporting the hat tonight, my brother. <coughs> Mister Maurice Casen, Mister James Kirkpatrick, Paul Boyd from PNB Catfishing. Tim Donna, Mr. Kitty Whiskers, my beautiful, wonderful, amazing, awesome wife, D. Who had a birthday this weekend. She she did have a birthday yesterday, so Mm -hmm. she was very ecstatic. I, I tried to hold off until midnight with her birthday, but it was eating me alive knowing that I had her birthday present sitting there since Friday, about 20 minutes before she pulled in the driveway and arrived. And it, it just it was eating me alive knowing it was sitting literally 10 feet from her and she didn't even know it. I was shocked. I finally that message sat, late at night. <laughs> yeah, finally, Saturday night, I was like, hey, so did you find your present yet? Do you want it? Here you go. <laughs> Mr. Chad Nolte, I don't know if I, I stopped or started there. Mr. Parker Pursuits, Dead Sea Pirates Fishing. Frontline Flatheads, Dale Hayslip, Uh, Michelle from It's All Mine, The Bullock Experience, Finseeker TV, see, he's been on some crappie lately, Brandon's Outdoor Adventures, Quiet Man Curtis, Pontoon Jody, Danny Stone Outdoors says, okay, he is here, we can start the show. There we go. We were holding off, Danny. We were trying to slowly go through the names, make other stuff, and waiting for you to arrive. We've got Fish with JBT. Mr. Patriot James. Get down here to the bottom, and I am all caught up, I believe.
1: Chad, I, I noticed that we had a message earlier in the show, and I didn't notice it until you brought it up, but um, We had a a viewer that said they would like to watch our show, but we never watched them. First off, we don't know of all the shows and videotapes and all the stuff that's out there. We don't know all of them. I watch as many as I can, but if I haven't watched one or you never see a comment from me, send me a message and let me know that you have a show or you're doing videos. Because if you're not seeing me in there and I've never watched one, I don't know you have one.
0: And if or, I don't, I can't watch it. Or, as my my comment spoke to, you know, Lyle, we were just coming into the and I saw it. You know, I work a day job. I work sometimes 10 to 12 hours and I do watch, we'll say more listen while I work um, on occasion, depending on my conference calls and all that kind of stuff. And I may never chat in some mm-hmm. people's. You may see me see me chat before work or even driving to work, but I, you not everybody can watch everything and not everybody can always chat. But a lot of people do listen. You'd be surprised how many you know, oh, how yeah. these people come in and out. Even like tonight, there'll be you know eighty, ninety, hundred people in here, and there might be only twenty chatting. So it's not always easy to you know. And if I'm busy,
1: maybe watching one and never make a comment because when you do, then you got to say hello to everybody in there. And it's not that I mind doing it. Sometimes I have other things I'm doing. I just don't have time to do it. So I go ahead yeah. and do what I'm doing. And then if I if they're well. still going, I'll, I'll I'll do it. But um, let's face it, um, I spend a lot of time going hello to everybody when I jump in There's one. Enough.
0: There's another thing that helps. Be better at fishing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Old Dockery. Gotta leave it to love Dockery. But,
1: but yeah, most of the time, if if you haven't seen me in one, it's because I'm not getting notifications and that tells you I ain't, I don't know you had something yeah. going on or I, cause I try to watch as many as I can from as many different people as I can out of respect for the fact that they're watching us. But if you don't know about
0: yep. it, you just can't do it. So send us a message. Send yep.
1: me a message. I'm, I'll
0: be happy to jump in and check you out. Well, I'm known for my eyeballs when I come into chats. You know, a lot of times if I, if I can, Yeah, people usually close. Do you know, <laughs> what? They're usually they're usually closed, but you know, you're nose. Yeah, for them. right. But that that's a that's kind of a way of me allowing people to know that sometimes I'm watching. I just. Or listening, I just can't chat, or I just want to at least let people know that I'm around.
1: Yeah, that's that's <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my. oh, I
0: seen Mr. K and anglers came in. I seen Steve Locke. Yeah. Uh, I think it was there too. And
2: I, Chad Nolte's in here. Real and Virtual Outdoors. Got my third fifty plus blue cat this Thursday. Good job,
0: Mikey. Yeah, yes. yeah, man, that's awesome. And David Maddox. Yeah, there's the eyes that I'm talking about. I love the let yep. people know that I'm, I've got googly eyes. That's, everybody thinks I love them or something. Like I got googly eyes for them, but it's not the case.
1: I thought them was bedroom eyes. <laughs> you know what that is, don't you?
0: What'd you say? Bedroom eyes. Get, I'll, I'll wow. remove you from my show. It's a family show, Lyle. It's a family show, Lyle.
1: <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs>
0: oh, you guys are a mess We are We are nothing but serious here And it's all about fishing Is that right? See, look, Josh has a halo Oh boy
1: <laughs> Here we go Well, let's um, Let's talk about the, the subject at hand tonight What do you say? Yeah, we'll be talking about tonight, yeah um, I never get the memo. Boat maintenance. We was trying to talk about the subject this morning, but you never would come in. So oh, I man. figured you would. Dee was still celebrating her birthday,
0: right? And you was. You went fishing. I did. We took her fishing. That's you can't beat that with a stick. Couldn't, you know, we couldn't get no service, cell phone service out there. And by the time we came home, I, I had a bunch of messages, but I ended up just ignoring all of you all and. <laughs> i ate i ate some dinner and took a nap that's Creole, okay you're right
2: you're absolutely right creel he said my horns is holding my halo up <laughs>
0: oh okay that message
1: Oh, oh man. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah boat maintenance we're going to talk about boat maintenance you guys maintain your boats I,
1: I maintain mine pretty regularly, uh, especially if we're using it. And uh, um, I know Josh probably got a list. I have two or three things to talk about, and I thought uh, you probably don't have anything.
0: I don't. Know. I didn't know you were supposed to maintain them.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what I mean.
0: No, that would that would explain no. a lot, Chad. Yeah. No, I, you, you know, know about from the show, Chad. <laughs> hey, you know relatively speaking i'm fairly new to owning boats i've only owned my boat for the last three years so i am learning a lot about what you need to do to maintain and how much i suck at mechanical work and uh why i keep you know friends on my dial list like j-dog and uh, my buddy bill that are good at that kind of stuff because right
1: and, and that's know, great if you have somebody like that to help you because yeah. you know you and i've talked several times about the fact that how how long have you had your boat three years Never pack the wheel bearings
0: ah. on a, a train. Well, maybe, maybe next year, Lyle. I, um, I do that every spring, regardless got, of how mm-hmm. miles gone. Um, I've got a lot of miles on mine. You're lucky. I, I really once, believe once that you, you are go,
2: lucky. Once you have it go out,
1: you'll, you'll, understand, never go why. <laughs> you'll understand
2: why you do it yearly.
0: It just I'll, give you a story.
1: I'll give you a story. We was fishing uh, in Memphis, Tennessee at a tournament down there one year. And Doc Lang and I was and Cindy was visiting, and Janet and Bink Fox pulled into the boat ramp, and they had a wheel bearing out right there. They had got to the ramp at Memphis, and Doc and I helped Bink. It's right after he had had his surgery. We changed the wheel bearing because he had listened to Doc's tips and had spare parts with him. And we changed that stuff out right there on the boat ramp. And if you've ever been to the boat ramp at Memphis, they're like this. I mean, they're pretty steep. And, down. and we changed that baby out right there on the side of that mountain <laughs> and got him going and packed his new wheel bearings and had him going in about 45 minutes uh, with limited tools. But he had everything we needed. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm convinced that if James had felt better at that particular time, he would have probably done that himself before making a trip like that. Um, But that particular time, he's lucky he made it down there. Um, Doc has two hubs to his boats in the back of his truck with him at all times Mm -hmm. in case he has problems because he's had problems going down the road. And um, I keep spare bearings and parts with me just for those reasons. I mean, um, I'm sure Josh does. But uh, I can't believe you've had your boat this long and haven't,
0: have got away to. with
1: that. Pardon me. That's the number one thing that I do every year. And, and the other thing is, oh, man, check the um, the gear oil in the lower unit. Yep. Um, that's another thing. Make sure there's no water in it, stuff like that. Yeah,
2: that'll Yeah, that gear oil, that lower unit oil will tell you a lot. And it'll freeze
1: out. too if you don't do it before winter. It you don't will. You winter.
2: want to do that? I do that twice a year. I do that yep. in the in the in the fall, before it's before the first hard freeze, and then I do it again in the spring before I start really getting the boat out and using it on a regular basis. That way, you know, it's so. There's a real short time that that thing basically the winter that that thing's sitting on that winter oil. Oil's ten dollars a quart. You can do yep. your lower unit for court. That's a very cheap insurance policy to uh, make sure that your lower I unit. actually did that. In
0: Boston, so I did mine uh, <laughs> Saturday morning when we decided. You know, we had storms rolling and stuff through here, and we knew we weren't going to fish Saturday, so I went had and got my lower gear oil changed out on Saturday. So
2: I've actually got a lower over here on the bench. I've got it. We can uh, later on as we get going. We'll change the lower unit oil, and that we'll show people how to do it. That'd
0: be awesome, great
2: idea! Great idea, you know. And and um, um,
1: <clears throat> I don't know that there's any particular um thing that says you should or shouldn't. Uh, oh man, I got some pictures from Robert Chance he got pictures of Dockery with, with his granddaughter. How did that happen? <laughs> um water pumps in most of these motors are not that hard to do no. um and it, it it doesn't take very long to do it and in my mind every other year or every other third year depending on how much you use your boat you should either change that water pump or take it to somebody that can do it if you don't think you can again it's not hard to do it's a little time consuming um, but it's not really it doesn't take really that long to do
2: that either. Yeah, Lyle, we'll open up this uh here in a bit we'll open up this lower. I've got it like I said, I've got it chucked up in a vise, so I've I've got it where we can pull that lower unit impeller out and uh we'll show everybody, at least on a Mercury, how easy it is. And and Mercury, really, Mercury's
1: probably the easiest that I'm aware of.
2: Mercury's probably the easiest one, but but there's none of them that are hard.
1: No, I don't think so either. And uh it's just just um it's just good policy to do that. What what do you guys else do you guys have uh, on your mind that you think that, that should be done yearly?
2: Yearly, if you're going to put a mo- if you're going to put a motor away, if you if you have a motor, let's say you've got a john boat or you just don't use your boat in, in the winter time and it, and you're going to let that that motor set, you need to have some kind of stabilizing stabilizing agent in that fuel you need to run it to get that stabilizing agent into the bowl of the carburetor and up into that motor. And you also need to take precautions on the piston and cylinder side of your motor as well. And you can do that with fogging oil or you can uh, pull the spark plugs and use something like this, which is seafoam deep creep. Now that's sold as a penetrating oil. But you know what? If you take a spark plug out, spray that into a uh, into the cylinder, turn that motor over because motor's going to be easy to turn over by hand once you have the spark plugs out. Turn that motor over a few times, let that deep creep get over that cylinder walls. You won't have any trouble come springtime whenever you go to fire that motor up. So,
1: and you know, and um, when you what you're describing is stuff like sea foam and um, that last stuff that I don't remember the name of it, but. Uh,
2: stable
1: uh, stable um yep. i've got both and have used both i see no difference in the way one outperforms the other one of them is a little bit cheaper in one store but you go to the next store and the other is cheaper in that store so um they're neither one too ter- and there's other stuff out there one of the big things that everybody used to use was miracle oil um i remember yep. about years ago that was one of the first things that people talked about but it if you're not using the boat as as on a regular basis it's a good idea to put some of that stuff in there start it up if you're not going to the water just start it up and put your muffs on it and let it run there for a little while and mix up and get some of it up and in carburetors and stuff oh yeah it's even important with the new fuel injected ones because it gets in there with them injectors and keeps them o-rings and all that stuff from seizing up
2: yeah that's definitely a good thing if you've got a smaller motor too you know uh you don't have to run them on the earmuffs. You can drop them down in a uh, trash can full of water or mm-hmm. a 55 uh, gallon drum full of water, run them that way. Just, you don't want to run them dry. You know, that is that is the biggest thing. If you start one up dry, you're just burning up that impeller and that lower. Yeah, that just
1: never makes sense. I see guys do it at the boat ramp all the time. All the time. I, for the life of
2: me, I don't get why they do
1: that, but they have to have a reason. Yeah. Re- I I, I, before we get too far along, I would like to mention, um, Mark with Catfish and Crappie sent me a, a message earlier today, and he is not going to have a show tonight. So uh, I wanted to pass that along because I had forgot about it till I seen him in chat, and uh, we're glad that he is in chat, but uh, he will not be doing a show tonight. So uh,
2: just bear that in mind. Bobcat says, "Check your blinker fluid. That's always a good thing to do."
1: He said uh, another thing about that was, "Just add dielectric grease to your fish finder connectors." And, and I will add any connector that you plug in and unplug, such as trolling motor plug-ins and anything like that. Dielectric grease will keep water from getting in there and cause corrosion, which will cause you bad connections, which means it won't work.
2: Yeah, that's usually- never good. You can, get a, you can get a tube of dielectric grease, comes in about a two or three ounce tube, and that will last you years. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't go bad. So you can put a little bit, you just as little as you use on that. I mean, I, I can't stress the point. Use the minimum amount on that dielectric grease that you can get away with. Just get a nice little bit coating,
0: and that'll keep that... Uh,
1: Lube your steering cables. That's another That's, great idea. Yeah.
0: Well, that, um, I can't, can't remember the stuff to do it with, but just like the shaft of your, um, trolling motor, you know, especially if you use it like me, I'm going to be out there and it'll, it don't matter what the temperature is. I'm going to be out there all winter long. But getting that water up into the housing of the trolling motor when you're pulling it back up out of the water, it'll freeze. freeze. Yes. So,
1: well, I don't know what you're using for those things. One of the greatest things that you can use for any of that kind of stuff, and, and that's like on the back where your motor, your string cable hooks your motors, it goes in and out like that. It's messy. But anti-seize is one of the greatest mm-hmm. things. But everything that touches it has got it on it, and it won't come out of your clothes or your gloves or nothing. Oh, yeah. else, but it will stop that from from water getting in it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tim. <laughs> but, yeah, that dialectic grease is good stuff, like I say. Anisees and works really good, but unless, if, if it's on like an old duck boat that you don't care nothing about, you only use a couple times a year, that's one thing, but something that you crawl in and out of all the time, you don't want that or you're going to be touching no. anything on it because you can't keep it off of You just can't.
2: Now, you can get... Uh... I use that silicone spray. That's sort of of the, yeah,
0: the silicone the, spray uh, is I'm thinking. Silicone
2: ever. spray, use that on the shaft of the, uh, on the, uh, like if you've got a power drive or a uh, rover or anything, trolling motor, something that that shaft is going up and down through that steering box. That silicone spray will keep that going through there real well. And it kind of keeps it from freezing up. I'm
0: going
2: to, somebody needs a counter for all the mosquitoes I'm killing tonight. But
1: Holy crap, I use so many in your shop.
2: I don't know. Well, I have got the garage door open out here, so.
1: Oh, okay. That's probably.
2: They're, all, they're that. all flying in.
1: <laughs> Sixty-one South Outdoors, welcome.
2: I learned, I learned the hard Outdoors way. that. Is absolutely right. One drop of anti-seize will cover three grown men head to toe.
1: That's that exactly no right. Really. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah.
2: Oh, that stuff. Yeah.
1: And and it's heat resistant and cold resistant. Nothing really affects it. You could put it on exhaust bolts, and 10 years later, you'll unscrew right out. But mm-hmm. it's messy. It just yes. is. But I've used it on – I used to have an old duck hunting boat. It had a 65-horse Mercury on it. And every year, I'd have to replace the steering cable because it set so much of the time, the water would get in it, and it'd freeze up or it'd rust. And I got tired of that, and I just started putting anti seas on it and never had to replace another one. David you just got it. Let's see.
0: Yeah, Dave, I seen me I seen your um, your post the other day I'm on lying. Facebook. That's, That's a great fish. Right? A, a fish. Yes, my name is it. Paula. A again.
2: <laughs> laughing <What>? at Bob.
1: <laughs> He's saying I see some my ten millimeter socket. <laughs> I was
2: That's going so through stuff out here in the to shop tonight, and I'm missing a ten millimeter wrench and both ten millimeter sockets. Mm-hmm. Go figure.
0: I think it's a glitch in the matrix. Uh, yeah. Part of the computer game that we're in. That all ten millimeter sockets just they vanish. They, they they have a toolbox uh, life expectancy of you know thirty eight days, and after that they disappear. <laughs> but the you know, something else that you know we haven't even mentioned is just your regular oil change. You know, making sure that you're changing your oil at least once a year, and if you're if you're driving, you know, boating a lot. <laughs> Same thing with your, you know, you was talking about earlier at the lower, is I'll do it in the early spring and then late fall, you know, late fall if it's if I'm running it that much. Yeah, if you're running
1: it a lot, you got to you got to maintain stuff. You just have to, and it's not that they won't go longer than what the the scheduled maintenance stuff is. It's just why would you run it longer, take a chance on having to spend more money to fix it up? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all mine. Hello, Michelle. But yeah, you, you do a little bit of yearly maintenance, or some of it's every other year, some of it's every three years. You just have to go through your book, and it'll tell you when when the time is. Sometimes but never for you, maybe. But I'm not that lucky. <laughs> just not.
2: Well, my car, my carburetors. You know, I, uh, they they let me go eight years this time without between. That's
1: a long time.
2: Which is a very long time. Hello, Dater on a set of carburetors but uh, when they went they decided to really just throw me a curveball and uh that seat unscrewed from the float bowl really just kind of messed me up for about two or three weeks trying to figure out what was going on with it but
1: yeah it, it, you know i know that you was having some issues with that thing and uh it's it's good to have it out but um Unless you have an issue like I had last year where I was getting water in my fuel tank and mm-hmm. I can never found out how it was <laughs> get there. But eventually, you'll stumble onto the problem like I did. And then at that point, you just
2: fix it. Mike Greenwell says, if you have a two-stroke mercury, don't let your oil tank run dry. When you very fill true. It, possibility. And I tell you what, guys, I'm I'm I would highly recommend if you have an oil-injected Mercury get the bypass kit, premix your fuel mm-hmm. and oil and completely disable that system. It is it does not cost more than about 50 bucks to disable that and once your fuel and oil are premixed, you will never have to worry about that uh oil injection pump going out.
1: I've never had one go out. This is much I have
2: I have disabled every one that I've ever come across.
1: Huh? I'm still
2: off the like factory.
1: factory. This is the second or third one that we've had. Like, I have had no issues with them.
2: Speaking of, there's a mercury oil injection pump right there.
1: It sure
0: is. When you first brought that down, I was like, man, that is a messed up looking spin cast reel. <laughs> like the handle all hanging down. Anyway. <laughs>
1: That is a fact. It would have been. But, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of things um, that you can do to these things. Another thing that everybody should do every year or maybe twice a year is check their tires. Check yeah. their tires. Make sure they're not dry rotted. Man, there's nothing worse than have to be out on a busy highway and have to change a flat tire because it goes flat because you didn't check the air in it. We check the air in ours before we take it out, unless we're using it every two or three days. If I'm having to wait a week or two between trips or longer, check the air every time we go out. Oh, he can't stand it. What What's he doing? He's fired up a candle. i like
2: those candle. <laughs> <like> Cinderella candles.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. I'm not going to highlight this comment, Lyle, because his head's already pretty big.
2: <laughs> yeah, this
0: guy it. is smart. Does he own a marina or something? If you looked at if his wife went outside right now and took a picture, you would think, yes, he owns a marina or something. Yeah, it's the it's island of misfit boats. Josh is a very intelligent fella. Don't ever tell him I said that, though, but <laughs> he, is, he is if you if you not subscribe to the weekend, he is a very, very good DIYer and uh, gives a short tip Saturday uh video out, you know, every Saturday, obviously, short tip Saturday. But uh all kinds of different stuff between maintenance and uh MacGyver type stuff. So That's pretty a, cool,
1: And it's really good. Peter says most trailer tires are made at fifty not 35 like a car and that's something a lot of people don't read that each tire on any boat trailer you should read the recommended recommended did i say that right recommended Re- <laughs> recommended, recommended air pressure
2: recommended so
1: yeah air pressure for each tire read on the side of it put the maximum in it if you notice that the center of that tire is wearing out before the outer edges of it, then you got too much air in it and let 5 or 10 pounds of it out. It's really simple. Hey. But most of the time, the recommended um, pressure will work just fine.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I'd let any out. Air is getting expensive. You know, I saw I saw something online the other day. It's like $10 a pound now. So
1: I seen a guy talking about... Well, that was your president, though.
0: <laughs> that, oh. that, reel it in. Just go ahead and reel it in. <laughs> Come on back.
2: You're right, Jerry. You are absolutely <laughs> right, Jerry Parker.
0: <laughs> my sis, Betty Jean Cross, has made it yeah. in.
1: Hey, Betty. How are you, tall Betty? But yeah, um, a lot of people never read on them tires So, say, well, I put 35 in my truck. Let's put 35 in here. Well, you're under. What you're going to do is you're going to wear the outside edges of that tire, and the center will be brand new because it's underinflated. So. Yeah. Just- Go by what's on what's read on them. Most of the time, it'll be perfect.
2: Um, you say you got that lower unit? Yeah, yeah. Let's get that thing. Let me get uh right. get the camera moved around. If you're ready, I'll get that.
0: Uh, well, I'm always ready. Just like wait, should I should I remove him from stream just until we make him prove which lower unit it's a? <laughs> I think in. I, I know he's, he's trying to act just like you are, so you do, so wow. that only knows. Wow. <laughs> what's
2: wrong with What's wrong with
0: bald, Mark? Bald. Yeah, if everybody knows, Mark, again, will not have a show tonight. He is taking the evening off. <laughs> I'm trying to think, wow. Oh.
1: Bob Kitt says he only lives five minutes from the boat ramp. He don't even need air in his tires. <laughs> I would recommend that you put it in there anyhow. <laughs> oh man, hey,
0: Mr. Sk, yes, that would be great for people to in here watching. We'd be, definitely appreciate hitting that thumbs up. Uh, Lyle, I think too, you know, not maintenance wise, but something to think about, especially if you're somebody that goes out during the cold and that sort of thing. Making sure that you know you're checking your supplies, like extra fuses, and you know. All that kind of stuff, make sure you have something like that in your boat. I think that's always a good idea to make sure that you're still good on all that.
1: Chad, I think every boat motor that I've ever owned or been around has at least one fuse under the hood. If you pull the hood off of your boat motor, there'll be at least one fuse.
2: Yeah, but, you know, there should be a if master there, fuse underneath there.
1: Whatever, how many ever is under there, you need to know what size they are and have at least two of each. Because when you're out on that water, especially in the wintertime, sometimes you'll be the only people on that water. And if that fuse blows, who are you going to call?
2: Ghostbusters.
1: Yeah, but he ain't going that guy ain't coming out there when it's 30 degrees and bringing you a fuse. And and what's the chance of them bringing you the right one? You know, just, it is just a good idea to have a couple. All right. What do you got there, Josh? All, All right, we're, we're
0: going to give it uh, solo, well.
2: There you go. We'll give it that. Give it that one. Give put that one on where you guys are on the side.
0: Oh, but oh, uh, there we go. That's that's good. Yeah. I, I like that one.
2: There you
0: go. I like that too. All right. Especially we're now, I'm numero uno up here at the top. Well, we're going to start out. We're going to work on the
2: top end. I've just, I've just got a parts motor pulled here just to show this off. Let me try to get that
0: up just a bit. you guys There we go.
1: Chad, you got a parts motor at your house? I do not. You I got a
0: parts motor. You I got a away.
1: drink all over my desk because I just spilled it.
2: All right. So what we got, we got a spark plug socket. We're going to yank these two spark plugs. I was smart before the show and went ahead and loosened them. There you go. And we're going to pretend that this motor is one. That we're not going to start all winter because it's parts motor, and we're not. So, <laughs> all right. Like I said, we're going to take some of this seafoam deep creep. This is a uh, penetrating oil. So basically, you're setting, this
0: one, you're setting this, you're setting this, winterizing this one to be not, not go out, right?
2: Yeah, this one, this okay. one, we're we're going to set this one to be put up in storage okay. and uh, and not use it all winter. So we're just going to give that about. I don't know, give it Give a couple seconds, two or three second burst. Pull that out of there. <clears throat> Do it with the other one. So both of those have that in there. You can see them going crazy spitting that stuff out of there. We Give that motor a few trips by hand. <clears throat> Drop our spark plugs back in. Come here, you. There we go. No extra charge for that dirt dauber nest back there, Danny. Me too, didn't know, SK. Didn't know y'all was going to
0: learn tonight, did you? Oh, Listen. we're supposed to pay attention to you? This is a great tutorial <laughs> out here I now. Need, I, need, I probably need to. <laughs> all right.
2: So that one is now set up. And, and while you are letting that motor sit all winter long, that seafoam deep creep acts just like regular seafoam. It's going to eat it, all that carbon on the face of your piston and everything, anything you got on the cylinder walls. Now, when you start that motor come spring, it's going to smoke. It's going to smoke like a Skeeter sprayer, but it's going to run better than you've ever had it run before. You could use a Skeeter sprayer tonight, couldn't you? I could definitely use a Skeeter sprayer tonight. So let's get that one out of the way. Let's move over to the we got this lower unit here. Let me turn my computer so I can see and make sure it's pointed the right direction.
1: How many boat motors do you got there, Chadwick? He's, pro- he's probably got a shed full of them.
0: Uh, that, or that or he's got a pile of them laying in Christina's parking spot. Uh, there's, a, there's a few, but not in her parking spot. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> All right. I'm going to take this camera loose. That way we can get up there and show you guys this. And most of these lower units are going to have two screws. you got this upper screw here. Uh, let's see. There we go. There you go. Yep. There you that's go. Your, that's your vent. And Down here at the bottom, usually towards the back of the lower unit, that's your drain screw. Yep. Now, I've got this thing chucked up in a vise. Mine has three.
0: If you have three, you have one that should never be touched. Yes. Yeah. You want to touch the one that says them.
2: Yep. Yeah. There. Uh, Johnson was bad about that. Johnson, Evernood were bad about that for a while. They would put one over there in the mix that should never be touched, and they people touch it.
1: Well, yeah, it's there. You got to fool with it. See what it does. So
2: we've got us a five-gallon bucket here <laughs> over kitty litter. Or got
0: a little bit of kitty litter in it. And the way we're going
2: to do you're this... Making, you're
0: making me seasick. All right, here we go. Good Lord, son. Hello. We're going to take that... How I will say to? they need a better design here, because this is annoying. What are you right. about? The way, like The way some of them sit, like my mercury sits right... Right in the side of it, and it just runs straight down the bottom there, and then drips down.
2: All right, see how that's not, uh, yeah, not really dripping yeah. that much. Now we're going to pull that vent screw,
1: and it's going to come rushing
2: out. There it goes. We'll let that go rushing out. I did pretty good. I didn't get any on the floor.
0: I told you all he's smarter than
1: he looks. Christina will we'll be so
0: proud of you. Now this uh, lower unit's new to
2: me, uh, but is by no means new. Uh, it's got got the magnetic drain plug on it,
1: which is a good tattletale sign of what's going on and in he, your
2: motor. You can see there's a little bit of a little bit of uh, shavings and filings. Don't get worked up over, guys.
1: If That's have- from gears running together. They run together. Yeah. Even though they're in grease or oil, there's still wear on them.
2: There's still oh, wear. Yeah. What you're looking for when you pull that drain plug and you look at that magnetic thing is chunks. If you see right. a chunk, If you see a chunk, you have issues going on.
1: You time yeah. to
2: go see somebody that can disassemble this lower unit. Whoa. yeah. yeah. We're going to make life a little bit easier. with this thing...
0: We'll let that sit and drain for a little bit
2: and
0: we'll come back to that. Let me switch cameras. Well, Josh, why why we you, you know we're waiting on you to drain that a little bit? You know, whoa, you gotta warn us before you do that. You're on the big screen, bro. <laughs> Josh. Yeah. Um, you know, even stuff like pulling off the prop and, and making sure that's looped, so how often do you do that?
2: Uh, I'm going to do that, like, anytime I do the lower unit oil, I'm going to pull that prop, and uh, take. make sure you don't have, big thing is, make sure you don't have any fishing line wrapped around that prop. Fission line will cut that prop shaft seal, and once that prop shaft seal is cut, you're going to have, uh, you're going to have water issues, but uh, do that, I, I check mine probably, Quarterly, I guess, about once every three months, I'll pull my prop off, take it off there, look, make sure I don't have any fishing line down there, and then just get you some, get your grease gun out, and you don't need a bunch. Take a little bit of grease, put it on those, you know, put it on your finger, wipe it on those splines of your prop shaft,
0: and uh, that'll keep that thing from seizing up on there. Whisker pig fishing, what's going on? Hey, yep, buddy, Josh, he give it to the I forgot that was, I forgot I was getting
2: the audio off that other mic. So I probably sounded like I was in a hole, but that's that
1: okay. no wood shavings in the lower unit. That's never good.
2: Wood, and no wood splitting with the lower unit. Yep. That is the truth. I have done that.
1: I've seen guys doing rear ends of cars too, but it's not good there either.
2: <laughs> well, no, he's talking about splitting, splitting a piece of wood. Uh, during pool during the first pool party rob chance and i were running down the river there's we your were, problem right there man that's that's biggest part but we uh we're running we're probably running about 55 miles an hour down the ohio river and we heard a thunk and then i was like okay it had come off plane we look back there we don't see any oil slicks Motor's still, uh, motor still peeing everything, so we're, we're good to go. Get back on plane, and I'm like 1,200 RPM short of where I should be, and the boat just is acting heavy. So we pulled up. We run aground over by Brookport, Illinois, and I trimmed the motorway up. I had hit a chunk of wood with the, with the sharp part, the leading edge of the skeg, and I had split that wood. And it was sitting, it almost split that thing completely, and it was sitting on that skeg. I had to lean over the back of the boat and yank on that thing and get that thing knocked off that skeg. And then we were fine. But nice. What's the odds of hitting a. I mean, we probably, it probably wasn't four to six inches wide that we hit that thing running down. You didn't notice any
1: power loss at all?
2: We noticed it once we got, uh, like I said, once. As soon as we heard the noise, as soon as I heard the noise, I backed her down because I didn't know what I'd hit. But when we went to get back up on plane, it was just like she was heavy, she was sluggish, she didn't want to, you know, wasn't wasn't acting right. So we, and she was about twelve hundred RPM short of where she should be. So nope, we veered into the bank and trimmed the motor up. I said I've either screwed up the prop or or something's gone on, and I've never in my life seen a split a piece of firewood
1: get out <laughs> i know i spilt my drink while but you don't need to be drinking clean it up for me oh yeah damn dog so are we all done draining
2: it's getting close it's uh on that last little bit there but we can get we can get prepped. On it, the other it's
1: side. an interesting concept for those that don't know how to refill the lower unit. Um, yeah. It's an interesting concept of how that works, uh, and I'm sure we're going to go through that here in just
2: a minute. We're going to go through that here in just a minute. We've got the Mercury Quicksilver Gear Lube. Uh, this, is a, this is a 90 weight made for everything. They make a, a little bit lighter weight for uh, motors under, I think, 75 horsepower, but you can get away with that 90 weight and everything. Yeah. And uh, get yourself one of these. They're like five bucks. Yep. <clears throat> and it don't matter who makes it. They're all made in the same factory in China. But we're going to yeah. get
0: this thing set up. And you and you can get the whole kit with a both back included on Amazon. Oh, yeah. So you we'll just it take,
1: this and then we'll explain the 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 um, advantage of using this tool. Yeah, because a lot
2: of people, a lot of people, guys, you you'll see people, in the, and if you go to the boat stores, they'll try to sell you this. They'll try to sell you this little squeeze tube of lower unit oil, and they say, "Oh, you just gotta squeeze it." This is so much easier.
0: It right. is so
2: much easier, but you can do it the other way. You can do it the other way, but you're gonna save money this way. Yeah, so get your get
0: your the thing there.
2: It's a lot,
1: it's a lot less messy this way. Yep.
2: Nope. All right. That thing's got a bit of a pump. We're just going to screw that down on the cap of the cord of oil. And this part here is the same threads. It's at three eighths by 16. It's the same threads for that lower unit. And I think we're probably good enough. We could refill
0: this thing. Give me, let me switch the cameras, and we'll go do that. Open well, Mike Greenwell says on an older motor, you know, 1999 or before, is there a lower unit oil? Is there a lower unit oil you should use?
2: If it's a Mercury, use quicksilver. Don't use anything else. Mercury quicksilver going to be has everything you need. And if you've got a different manufacturer, go with their go with their recommended. They're all built to the same. They're all made the same spec. Let's see here. Let's get this down. You guys can see that. You can see we've still got a little bit of oil draining. We'll just kind of wipe that. We're going to put that in there. All right.
0: That's screwed in. SK says that lower unit oil is thick. Yep. Oh yeah it is.
2: Oh, let's get this thing. I about got ahead of myself.
0: Whoops. Sean T. Sean T says Josh once told me to pour lead in my fuel tank. That way it don't cost as much to fill up. (laughs) Said pour what in there? Lead.
2: Lead in the fuel tank? Chad, please read my
0: question. I didn't see you.
2: Don't abuse lead like
0: that. It's good for sinkers. Oh, that is true. Mark no, says, here. I didn't know this was a question. I stopped reading after he said he read, but it was a lie. Uh, I read a lot of slow trolling will cause a little water to get in the lower end. They also started. Or that was a question. Sorry. Stated. stated. Let's see if we can. They also it. stated not to worry about it. What do you fellows think? If I don't water, worry about lower unit, oil. I will will be worried about water. I, wor- I worry about a lot.
1: If it's milky looking, you're getting trouble.
2: If it's milky looking, if it stinks, and I can't right. describe the smell of uh, of bad lower unit oil, but just it's kind of, of
1: like rear end grease.
2: Yeah, you'll, you'll know it, dude. Once you've smelled it once, you, you'd never forget it.
1: Justin's Fish and Fetish. Hey, buddy. Glad to have you in here. Hope Gabby's doing well.
2: well we're going to take and get this. I'm just pumping this uh, gear lube up into this lower unit. And what we're watching, guys, we're watching this vent screw. And we're just going going slow. We're going to wait till we see some, uh, well, we've got it full. We'll have a little bit of uh, gear oil come spitting out that vent tube.
1: And all of them are different. Some of them will hold part of a a jug. Some of them will hold a whole jug. Some of them will hold more than one jug. It just depends on the size of the motor and the manufacturer.
2: Yeah. Some some Mercury engineer was smart. He made this one hold just a little bit over half a quart. That way you had to buy a new quart every time.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was done on purpose.
2: I would say it was done deliberately. Oh, there we go. There you go. See, we got our drip. We got clean oil coming out. There we go. And I like to give it. See how we're getting air bubbles. Mm-hmm. I like to get just a few of those air bubbles out. Get that in there.
1: Is that got an O-ring on the uh, on the screw?
2: They've got a fiber ring on it.
1: Okay, some of them have O rings, rubber O rings. Others have fiber rings on them. Always look at that and make sure that it's uh, not all mangled and beat up. Most of the time, they're just fine. But yeah. you will run into one once in a while that's been beat up, banged up, checked a lot of times, and dropped. You know, no telling what.
2: Yeah, they're usually
1: just fine. Let me look for
0: something real quick. <clears throat> I will be just
2: right back.
0: No problem. No I don't we said hi, but there's Justin's fish fetish. but I just said that. You probably did, but I just wanted to make sure because I think I missed him. I asked him about Gabby. No, oh, yeah, you did. You did ask him about Gabby. I
1: did. He didn't answer. He didn't.
2: I'm back. I'm glad you said that because I looked at that, uh, that drain screw a minute ago. And it's missing the drain screw seal. Yep. So I've got me some brand new drain screw seals here. These are cheap too. You could replace you don't need to, but you could replace it. They're cheap enough. You could replace them every time you do the lower unit oil. Because they come in a box about five. Yeah, they wouldn't just sell you one of anything, probably. That's no, they crazy. won't say you one. Just remember that. They won't say you one of anything. <laughs> All right. Now comes the fun part. <coughs> We're gonna take get this thing started. Have that drain plug in your hand, ready, ready to go. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold your hold your mouth just right. There we go.
1: Just like
0: that.
2: Now for the most part Josh, uh, correct me
1: if I'm wrong here but the top screw being in there kind of creates a little bit of a
2: vacuum. It it do, it does But it won't a,
1: stop it from running out.
2: <laughs> it, yeah. it won't stop it from completely running out, but it'll it'll hang up quite a bit. I'm going to get a bigger screwdriver. Okay? And let's see. There we go. There you are. We kind of keep an eye on it. I like to wipe that down. Take a look. Don't see any leaks. Can't wipe no leaks. Welcome. No leaks. And uh look down there in your in your bucket where you collect your lower unit oil. And you can tell that's That oil has no water in it.
1: Now, Josh, when you have a bucket with stuff like that in it, I'm not sure about the kitty litter stuff in it, but usually if you have a light and you shine it down in there and it's real shiny, got particles that you can see like metal flake in your oil, you might want to think about having somebody take a look at it. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, you don't want to. And we're not kidding when we talk about that smell, you could smell burned up oil. You oh, can. Yeah. But, Mark
1: with Worcester Pig Fishing says you always need to check to make sure the seal ring isn't in the lower unit housing. Don't yep. ask how I know that.
2: Yep. <laughs> It'll uh, you can end up with two and, and you and two will not seal. One will seal will just not. fine. Yep. Two two will not.
0: Yep. That is a fact. Let's see. Let's go go on, cat on. life outdoors and urban to pay tourists just came in. Nice to see y'all.
2: Let's get this camera moved. And while we're in here,
1: Mr. Gadget has a really cool comment there. I did not know about that. And he said, on some of the Mercury outboards, they started adding the drain plug behind the prop. You need to remove the prop wow. to drain. Check and vents are still up high. I did not know that. That's good information right there. Thank you.
2: That is good to know, and that 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 kind of comes down to make sure you know you know get the book for your equipment. I have the book for every boat motor I own, the factory manual, and it has saved me five of them. Yeah, you'll 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 pay you'll pay forty or fifty bucks for a for a good yeah. Mercury manual. Worth everything. You'll save You'll save that the first time you fix something. Yep. But. We're going to yank this i i thought i had everything ready to go to put the new water pump in but uh i was moving it from another uh lower unit because i know i put the thing on there not too long ago but uh i found a bad gasket so i'm gonna to have to order a kit for it but okay. we'll get in there and we'll get in there and look at this impeller
1: but how many there's not very many bolts that you have to remove to take that lower unit down on that particular motor, is there?
2: Nope. Uh, we're gonna have the water pump. It's got. All oh, right, yeah. in the, Right in the lower unit, oil. Um, nice. It's got two quarter inch, one five sixteenths here at the back, and then it's got a uh, a long screw with a five sixteenths inch head up there at the front. So they're just four holding it on. Okay. We'll get that.
1: Peter, that, that won't work, Peter. That, that won't work, Peter.
2: <laughs> We've got this little rubber grommet here, this little washer. We'll just kind of pry up on that a little bit with a screwdriver. Work that up the drive shaft. <clears throat> up and off. And now if you're careful, just take a a screwdriver and just kind of lift up let everything come apart.
1: And that's the water
2: pump housing. And that's the water pump housing. And truly and honestly, I don't think we need to change this one. This water pump looks pretty good. This water pump looks brand new. <clears throat> so we could change that if we wanted. We could. There we go. We we'll just dropped You know out. when they're
1: bad because they're real hard
2: and brittle. They will be. I wish I had a bad one and I don't. I toss them every time I find one. But uh, they'll be real hard and they'll be cracked right there. Let me. I do have the other one. Uh, they'll be cracked along one of those uh, down fins. just a little bit. Oh,
0: there, there we you go. go. There
2: you go. They'll be cracked along one of those fins. Right. And, uh, you can tell it when they get you can tell it when they get real bad. This one I'll be surprisingly, surprisingly enough, this one's in really good shape.
1: A lot of times, you'll already know it because it'll quit pumping water and quit peeing.
2: Yep, it'll quit It'll quit peeing and it'll overheat
1: in a hurry. But, but um, bear in mind, if you've been in shallow water and picked up a bunch of stuff and sucked it up in your lower unit, you may not need a water pump. You just might need to clean out the pee hole.
2: You might need, and, and if you have some, we're all catfishermen. We all usually have some heavy monofilament line like 50 pounds. Yep. You take, take you a long piece, kind of a foot long or so, and run it up that pee hole on that motor, and uh, that'll clean it out.
1: Chad, he said pee hole There's another thing. You can you use it.
2: It's a technical can, term.
1: You can use compressed air as long as it's not too heavy. Um, the problem with doing that is you're liable to blow off the rubber hose inside the motor. <laughs> then water will run inside your motor and of out the pee hole
2: Tighten that down. That one goes. said make
1: sure the fins are lined up in the right direction too.
2: Yep. This one's got this one's got one fin going the wrong direction. I was hoping somebody would call me on it. He did? I can't see it. Yep.
1: Right there. See how they're all bent no,
2: Okay. See how they're all curving around that way? Except this one. one's this one's curved the wrong way. <clears throat> and they will fi- they will fix themselves. Somewhat. They, they Why? Can, you Is just it, don't. Want you, them, you don't want them 100 percent backwards.
1: No, when you put that in there, if you'll spin it the direction the old one was, as you go in, it'll end up and they all end up going the right yeah, direction.
2: They'll, they'll, they'll end up close enough that it'll. You're good to go. So this lower unit. Get this thing on there. That long screw.
1: Cat Light Outdoor says we always remove the reducer off the end of the pee hose. That's where it usually plugs up at. That's very true. All
2: right, so we've got that, that, that. Let's check that one one more time. You just kind of don't tighten these all the way down at once. Tighten them, you know, snug them down, and then just work your way around, and it'll bring that thing down. Because that's a plastic housing, and you can crack that.
1: Yes, you can. You don't want to do that because then you're screwed. you got to wait to get one in. Dave with uh-huh. double hook angling has joined us. Mark says can air like you use for computer works well to clean the pee hole out. Um, yeah, that, that'll work good too.
2: <clears throat> have you whistling out of your pee hole.
1: That's right. <laughs> the uh, if, you, if your can of stuff or if you have a can of WD-40 or anything like that's got one of the little long clear tubes on it that you spray stuff with, that going up in that little hole where the water comes out will also knock stuff loose a lot of times and let it push right on through too. It's, it's not rocket science folks. It's, it's really no. not.
2: Let's get that over here. Yay. Boom.
1: Yeah, we got a,
2: some, We got a Great some information, over Josh. That's a, that's a great tip. It's ready to go. And, uh, I've been needing to do that, so that actually, uh, this show was a, was a, a great kick in the seat for me. I've had that lower unit sitting in that vise for probably about six months, just because I haven't felt like messing with it. Well, now you're free up, and that's the one that goes on that 150 on the bay liner. So all I got to do is get that thing mounted on the bay liner. It ain't going to be tonight because it's already dark out, but, uh. We'll get that thing and uh, hopefully the Bayliner liner be back up and running, which would be All nice. Right. Heck yeah. Is that the one that's in Christine's parking spot? There are no boats in her parking spot right now. It, really? You had to look. I had to look. There are no boats in her parking spot. Caitlin's four-wheeler is in her parking spot, but no boats. Oh, well, she'll get away with that where you might not. I know, right? <laughs>
1: If anybody has any questions or comments about what the subject that we're talking about tonight or anything reasonably close to that, um, go ahead and put it in there for us to answer.
2: <laughs> Peter, it's just it's, it's, it's practice, brother. It's just practice.
1: <laughs> you know, a lot of people think are, are afraid to do some of the stuff that, that we talked about tonight, but we haven't really talked about anything tonight maintenance-wise, it's really hard to do. Um, For somebody that's not doing it, it may be a little bit um, uh, hard to understand, but once you've done it or seen it done, it's really not that hard Mm -hmm. to do. Anything that we've talked about tonight, uh, anybody pretty much can do it.
0: Even me? Yeah.
2: yeah, I will say that there there are good internet forums with people that will help you out if you do run into a bind. Right, and there are forums that are not so good, but uh, my go-to one when I get when I get hung up, I go to it's screamandfly.com, and these guys are a bunch of guys that do nothing but soup up their outboards, and uh, they're they're outboard gearheads, and that's who that's who you want because they these guys have seen everything that could possibly happen and they and it's just a, it's a friendly forum. I've been on that one for years. I've helped people out on it and uh I I've, I've been helped more times than I can remember on that forum, so.
1: That's awesome, man. It's always always good to have a place like that you can go to. I had a had a guy help me um I had what, what I thought was water getting in one of the um cylinders on my boat motor. I thought I'd blow the head gasket uh, a couple years ago. And I called this guy up and he said, before we worry about that, he said, why don't you uh, pull the plugs out of it? And there's a row of bolts down there that holds a a, um, piece on, and there's a gasket between that and the cylinder
2: head. And -hmm. he said that water jacket.
1: That's what it is for a water jacket. And it was blowed. And if he had not told me that, somebody, I could I would have had to took it in someplace, and they could said, yeah, you got to have a head gasket, and charged me no telling what, and I wouldn't have known the difference where I had a $6 gasket and an hour's worth of time taking all the bolts out, putting a new mm-hmm. gasket on, cleaning the gasket up, and tightening everything down. And that was two years ago, and I'm still running it, still haven't put a head gasket on it, so. Oh, wow
2: and i yep. and i tell you, I, I real quick you know when you start messing around with something like those water jackets you're looking uh anywhere from 12 to about 16 bolts holding that thing on right and i will take and get me a piece of cardboard we had we never have any shortage of uh, like amazon prime boxes sitting around or something just get you a sharpie and draw that thing out just as rough as you can and yep mark each one of those bolt holes and shove those bolts through that bolt hole on that cardboard and when you go to put that thing back together pull it out put it right back in the hole that it goes in and you know some sometimes some of those will have bolts that are just slightly longer or shorter than the others
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, that that makes sure you get everything back where you get it and get yourself a torque wrench they're not expensive nope an inch now usually on those but usually i think yeah 45 inch pounds something like that
1: yeah, something like that. um sk i can't answer that question
2: i not, I never have heard that before i didn't know they were but it's not surprising I, it may, may be the way that tunnel hole bolts are run it could <laughs> very well be because most of them had the crap run out of them. most of them are right you run them like you stole them and i can't say that i wouldn't do the same thing if i had one but i had christina watching some uh Red Bull thing the other day where these guys had these little 10 foot John boats and they were racing basically in a mud puddle and they were going through this winding thing. And you have one guy up at the front and what he's doing, he's looking, but he's also he's He's helping steer that boat. Oh, it was awesome. That looked like so much fun. I'd have done that in a heartbeat.
1: Oh, me too. Years ago.
2: Yes, Mr. sir. Gadget, I sure would. Mr. Gadget's probably right. Said they're just prone to running high RPM most of the time. That's true too. Break out another thousand. <laughs> yeah, Van, that's that's not a bad idea either. Take a picture of the thing, but if you start running with, with different length bolts, it's just you know, it's real easy to throw them in that cardboard, especially if you were doing. If let's say you were doing a head gasket, I've done it on that one hundred and fifty of mine on that on the bay liner. You want those head bolts going back in where they where they came out of. Yep, that's a fact. That truly is truly not truly and honestly, you want to replace the head bolts every time. But if you
1: can can yeah, that's that's the ideal way to do it. But you know, uh, it's not as bad on boat motors, but if you Ever was in race cars or in the garage business, as far as that goes, when they come out of aluminum heads, the head bolts are stretched to torque bolts on a lot of those engines. So what that means is when you torque them down, it stretches the threads on the bolt. They're only designed to be used one time. One time. You throw them away, you buy new head bolts every time that you have that head off. And if you screw up and you have to take that off, you still got to throw them away and get new ones because it stretches the threads on them. Every time, so a lot of people don't realize why why they keep telling trying to sell you head bolts. Well, that's why. Yep, you got to have them. You do. You do. Chad, have you got the uh, giveaway tool pulled up? I do. You do. Well, what do you say we give away some uh, Mad Catters catfishing stuff? All right. We have tonight some bait. Holders, there's three of them in this package from Richard Ward at Mad Catters Catfishing, and we have one of these rigs set up with a two and a half inch peg float.
0: All right, let's start getting them entries, then, folks.
1: Dan says on diesel engines are the same way. Head bolts are one-time use.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Boat motors, older boat motors are about the only thing I know other than like, you know, small car. engine, you know, small engine that you can get away with reusing a, a head bolt.
1: Yeah, the old car engines didn't, you didn't yeah. have to change them all, but with the, when they come out the aluminum blocks and aluminum heads, it was one-time mm-hmm. use only, and race cars have been like, motor's been like that for a long time. It's why so many of them went to um, uh, head studs and studs main studs them. and stuff like that? And you could use them more than once.
2: There they come! There they come! I got a surprise for the next mosquito that comes up here. So
1: <laughs> you're not going to torture, it, are you? How'd you know? I do that. I do that to
2: spiders sometimes. (laughs) Oh, I did that to a spider one day. Oh, hello. There you are. I did it to one of those wolf spiders. Ooh. And that stupid thing had babies all over her back. Oh, no. And the minute I hit her with that torch, those babies bailed off. And it was like something out of a scary movie. And of course, I, I remember was, you
0: saying I've talked
2: about that one well, time. it
1: Took off. I left that building with them.
2: <laughs> I was gone. I said, "Nope, <laughs> we ain't doing that."
1: You know, um, I caught one of them. It's about that big. Around one time, Marky wanted to take it to the school and uh, give it to the teacher so they could dissect it in a science class. Well, he kept forgetting to take it to school. That thing lived for a month inside a steel jar with no air vents in it. Just, I didn't think it was ever going to die, and I didn't dare turn it back loose. <laughs> no, not not at all. Not a spider. Spiders and snakes, I couldn't deal with. Just cannot do it.
0: Twenty-two entries. They're still coming in here, Mister Lyle. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you know, you don't want to have to explain that to uh, Christina when it <laughs> goes, goes the wrong way. <laughs> oh,
1: my, my, my.
0: Well, see, Christina, what I really wanted to do was build you a new two times the size garage. So I'm that one down. And That's true. I would like to put in a pole barn. So. <laughs> Heck, yeah. Up to 24. Still see a couple of people there.
2: I want it. I want it. Bare minimum, I want a thirty by fifty.
0: Yeah, That'd yeah, yeah.
2: That'd be great. Snakes are cool. Spiders are heading south at Mach four. That's a truth. I don't vacation. want no to
1: do with either one of them. No spiders, like, no snakes.
2: I like snakes. I don't like spiders. I, snakes are fine as long as they don't come around me. I tried to get one. I had one trying to get in the boat up. Uh, like the. Second or third day, we were up at Mendota.
1: Yeah. I had maybe.
2: one trying to get the boat, and I decided I wanted that thing in the boat. And once it figured out that I wanted it in there, you couldn't get That it. thing turned around and headed to the bank. It didn't want no part of me. So <laughs> I, was I, going, I, was going to, I was going to cut it up and use it for catfish bait up there, and I was going to call it <laughs>
0: Hillbilly Eel.
2: Yeah, I'm not doing none of that. I had one to boat with me one time.
1: I like to tore up a brand new fishing rod I just got done building. Head, shoulder, you uh, Ter- he could get it
2: out. Man, it was bad. A, couple, a year or two ago, Terry Rogers and I were fishing a tournament down on the Ohio. and uh, We found one towards the end of the day. found one crawling around in his brand new uh, uh, Sea Ark.
1: Mm-hmm. Nope.
2: I picked it up, tossed it over the side of the boat, and let him go on about his business. Nope, nope.
1: That's why they make shotguns. You know, I'd get too close to them.
2: Yeah, man. Let's see. So 30 by 50 fit by, uh, yeah, man, it would fit.
0: Hey, Ruben, I did see that you, you gotta have the hashtag in front of this one. Give you a minute to redo that one. I don't know. And I don't
2: know if Dieter is still in here, but I'm going to give him just a little bit of a, of a secret just a side note here he he made a comment earlier said somebody you know i can't believe somebody was able to do all that live and no cussing and everything that's because about an hour before the show i got out here and loosened every bolt and cracked everything just like they would on a on a car show that way i knew it was going to come off no problem
0: Oh man! All right, I don't see any more coming in, Mister. We got one more that just popped in here. It looks like, but we'll get ready to pull this.
2: Mark, you're absolutely right. Sixty by one twenty would be better. I don't care what size pole barn you build. Once it's done and completed, you will wish you went bigger.
1: It's always too small. Yeah.
0: All right. Give it a whirl, Mister Law. What do you think?
1: I'm ready
2: let's go Dockery said I'm trying to burn the house down No Dockery Cody I think I, I, think I live rent free in Dockery's head all right congratulations Cody Cody
1: be sure to message yeah, me on Facebook with your shipping address and tell me what you want and what you won was these bait holders? For dip bait, three of them in a pack from Mad Catter, from Richard Ward Catfishing, just uh, message me either uh, on Catfish Weekly or you can message me on my personal one with your shipping address and tell me what you want, and we'll get these shipped right out to you. Now, uh, Chadwick, this is the next one. It's a rig set up with an hey, 801, three-way swivel, and a two-and-a-half-inch big boat.
0: All okay. right. We'll get ready and get back another spin here in about 10 seconds. If there's anybody that hasn't got in there, hashtag madcattle, two D's and two T's.
1: And remember that Mark is not going to be having a show tonight when we get done. So, just going to let everybody know that he will not be live after we are tonight.
0: All righty. Here we go. Who will win this second one here? You doing a drum roll there? Uh, I think I guess I was. <laughs> Turtle lady. Turtle lady. The Noodler. Turtle Noodler. Noodle. Right. Noodler, noodler.
1: You have to message me the same way. You give me your shipping address, either on my personal stuff, or you can... Uh, message me through catfish weekly on Facebook or you you can uh, email me at catfishweeklytv at gmail.com. Either way I'm going to need your shipping address and folks we've, we've done this I've said this before but we will hold this stuff for one week and if you go over a day or two we're not going to send it to you but uh, we're trying to do it for one week that way if, if you don't claim it uh, a lot of times we'll have people's names pop up uh, through the chat box and they're already gone from the show. They're not watching it uh, and they don't know they've won. But if you haven't claimed it within a week, then we're going to give it away again. But uh, like I say, if you contact me the following week or whatever and say, hey, I didn't know, but I won that, you still get it. But you, don't have to, you don't have to worry. We're not going to do anything to see that you don't win it. And if we're out of that particular prize, we'll send you something of equal or greater value. It's not a big deal. Didn't know that hog leg was feeling ill. Hope you get feeling better, Steve. Yep. I haven't been up late night here lately. Try to get some sleep, although I'm not getting much. Every little bit makes a world of difference. Any uh, closing statements from you guys?
2: One thing that we didn't touch on. Okay. And I just we forgot little,
0: something?
2: We forgot something. Holy cow. And it's a big one. What? If you're putting your boat up for the winter, and really, truly, and honestly, anytime the weather gets cold, you ought to be doing this. Put your batteries on a trickle charge. Just leave them hooked up. That's a great, great tip leave, leave them hooked up. You can, go to, you can go to Harbor Freight, and for six bucks, you can get a little plug-in wall wart trickle charger. Now you don't want to use that thing to charge your battery up after you've been on the river all day but get that thing charged up and then leave that thing on it all winter long it'll save you a lot of headache come uh, come springtime when you pull your boat out so
1: it'll also keep that battery charged up where it won't go dead and
2: ruin mm-hmm. too long once they start dropping voltage you're doing damage to your battery so. that's right that, that's a great tip Josh and we did forget about that
0: so um, if you have uh, what's that one other great tip is just go fishing all winter long you don't got to worry about that that's just what I do yeah, yeah.
1: that's that's true um, if you have um, more than three batteries say one for your uh, starting motor and one two for your trolling motor or three or how many ever you got uh, just buy a big enough uh, charger where you can leave it plugged in all the time. Mine's hooked up to the it, the lights stay green, which means yeah, it's fully really charged.
2: That's uh, how that's how I did. I've got a four I'm bank no co. I've got a four bank no co onboard charger. When I get home, I plug it in. It takes care of all of it. It charges all four of my batteries and those those no I mean, I may be partial to them. I don't get any money from them or anything, and I still have to pay full retail for them. But they've got a desulfator. In their in their battery chargers, so what that does is it emits high frequency pulses into that battery as it's charging it, and those pulses will break up those lead sulfate crystals. And lead sulfate crystals is what kills your battery.
1: Yeah, it shorts out the plates. Yeah, so it'll
2: it'll just it, you know it, it may buy you another year or two on your battery. You figure a yeah. battery hundred or so as, dollars a piece.
1: As expensive as they it. are, I'll take every day I can get out of one. Mm-hmm. it's just the way it is I think we bought um, ours last time from Sam's Club and if I remember correctly they was $110 a piece for the biggest ones ahead.
2: had mm-hmm. I bought mine from Advance and I uh, I just happened to catch they, they changed this now but back when I did it they had an online coupon for 30% off and it worked on batteries. Sweet. And I ordered, you could only use, it only would, it was only good to like 50 bucks. So what you had to do was make an order, use the code, then go right back in there and make another order, use the code. Otherwise, if you, if you tried to order two batteries at once, it hit that $50 maximum and you were cheating yourself. I don't do that. And I think I got the batteries for around $90 a piece.
1: That's pretty good price. New. It used to be that you get two or three, four years on battery warranties and they prorate it out. Now it's one year. One year. One year. One year.
2: Yeah, they don't so, they don't mess around anymore.
1: No, no, they have they, kind of screwed us on that. But, uh, great tip, Josh. Great tip. Any closing statements, Chamber?
0: Uh no, we'll see you Thursday night. We got LG Bass as a guest.
1: Sweet. Awesome. Sweet. And we'll follow you up that night. With panfish nation with Mark and I. All right. Then we'll be back here next Monday. Yep. And I'm sure Mark will be back Monday next Monday night, uh, going and blowing. He was out pretty late last night. I don't know how late I went to bed on him.
0: Yeah, okay. I he he was still fishing live when I woke up this morning. and we're on Kenneth's yeah. channel.
2: I watched I watched him until he changed channels, and that was the point that I finally told myself it was time to go to bed.
1: So Yeah, I went a little bit sooner than that, but uh, I just didn't stay there near long enough.
2: <laughs> but it's all
1: right. You know, it is what it is. Walmart ever starts are still two years. That's, That's good to good know. Because I didn't know that. I know um, whatever it is that Orsland's got, if you're 30 seconds over that year time, they're not warranting it. I know for a fact. So I don't buy no more of their batteries. That's like a week out, and they wouldn't take care of it. Mr. Gadget says, I only run AGM batteries, and I get them from Batteries Plus with a 36. 36
2: Wow, that's that's good, too. That's really good.
1: That is, and that that, uh, would make me tend to go look at their batteries and uh, be interested
0: in buying one from them.
2: I may have to look into that myself when it comes that time.
0: And I see my buddy is in there too. We'll have him as a guest the following week on on the Bake Shop. So awesome! Very good. Looking forward to that.
1: Very good. I want to thank everybody for watching tonight. If you haven't, give us a thumbs up, and you like what we do, please do so as you as we close out tonight. And uh, if you haven't subscribed, we'd appreciate you joining us. And uh, if you'd like to join our group at the bottom, you can go down there, hit join, and be a part of what we do in there other than that i think we're done for the night boys and uh, josh and chad you guys had some great tips tonight and uh, i think this was a very useful very knowledgeable thing that may help or uh, a lot of people out with different things and uh, josh thanks so much for doing the demonstrations hey anytime
2: i had a good had a good time and uh, got me uh motivated to do something that i've been needing to do for a little while so <laughs>
1: We'll figure out something else for next week. I want to thank everybody for watching, and we'll go see you next Monday night. Have a
0: great week, everybody. See you all.